tonight from wherever in the world you are listening. Give a big hand for your host. How's it going? Thanks for clicking on this show. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and they say dignity comes at a price. Well, I've made it my job to find out exactly what that price is. So of course, I need a little help with my experiment. So I've invited a guest to join me on this episode of Price Tag Pop. Welcome to Price Tag Pod, where we attempt to put a price tag on your dignity. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and I'm joined by my guest for this evening. My next, pa- my next guest's palette goes on for days. The only thing that surpasses her taste diversity is her media diversity. She's a very busy person. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest has been seen and as my next guest has seen and tasted it all, the Constable of Condiments, the Calamari Queen, the Kardashian Kiss-Ass, that is, Ariel Ortiz. How are you today? Um, I'm doing good. Wasn't expecting yeah, like that kind of intro, but yeah, it was very, very entertaining and, and, and enjoyable. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. I have to elaborate that the last three sections was actually ironic. You were neither any of those three things. Isn't that correct? Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Are you ready to play today? Yep, I am. Let's get, let's get started. Let's start real silly for $10, Ariel. 24 <laughs> hours, you must walk on all fours. Oh, like it should, would I take $10 for it to walk on all fours? Um... Probably not. I, I do I do a lot of workouts um, that like involve, you know, like kind of bear crawls and, and you know, like these um, push ups and stuff like that. And I I tend to like only last maybe uh, <laughs> maybe like a couple of, of rounds of that. So probably probably not. And I wouldn't take the ten dollars for that. No. If I was able to do it for that long, then yeah, maybe. But yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Lights Out? Um, no, I haven't. I heard good things on that one. I think it was Lights Out, or is it like Don't Breathe? One of the two. Like it's like mm. considered a pretty good horror movie. I mean, I tried watching it like when I was maybe 18, 19, and like, I couldn't get past the first few minutes. And then I I braved it again like later on in life. But mm-hmm. the the main like protagonist in that, like she walks like on all fours, but like in reverse you know like when you kind of like do a back tuck thing yeah like exorcist like the exorcist girl like the back like crawling on all fours but like you're doing like a backhand handstand like almost to a back handstand yeah i think she probably pays homage to that i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of for some reason i just pictured you doing that instead <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> no no yeah no yeah even like I've, I've done like yeah like crab walks which is kind of like that but you're not all the way back you're not all the way arched but yeah no i can't do those for too long at least I'm trying to think how it can change this maybe for the next for the next six hours like for six hours of a day and you can get like a, a break every every five minutes how much walking do you do i walk a good amount yeah but that's you know on two two legs so maybe if that was the case then maybe yeah i would do i would do it yeah <laughs> could we do it for eight dollars for eight dollars yes. um 
That would be kind of, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, $8 isn't much, so, but, yeah. It's getting started. Okay, let's do $8. Okay. So, we joked earlier about the food, about food, about you being the Calamari Queen. When, when realistically, you are the arch nemesis of the Calamari Queen, what's your issue with raw food? Um, I just, like, never cared for it like i mean well i haven't actually tried it it's kind of like more of like a oh i don't want to chance like you know kind of like contamination and all and all that kind of stuff like like i was born the early 90s so it was kind of like that even that with that like you know it was the mad cow kind of like situation so i i was raised off of like chicken nuggets and not even hamburgers so it, it took me a while to even like eat a hamburger so because of like you know my parents concern for you know mad cow disease and uh, so I guess raw food might come out of that um I have family members that really do like sushi and 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 calamari and stuff like that um yeah definitely can't do that that live calamari like just it's just their like you know tentacles like on a plate and stuff definitely can't do that yeah. I mean, that's the thing with raw foods. You can't really hide behind it. So like, if you have something cooked or like put in batter, it's like, yeah, you can hide behind spices and shit. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. raw food is just like, here you go. Here's the thing from the ocean. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually very funny. You mentioned calamari. So for $25, could you eat nine mustard coated calamari? Oh. Mm. Uh. For how twenty five? Just twenty five dollars? Twenty five dollars. Uh, uh, and nine. Oh yep. my goodness. Oh uh, goodness. Probably. Mm. <laughs> uh, man, just say twenty five dollars. Me, maybe if it was higher. <laughs> twenty. Nah, I don't think twenty five dollars. But maybe if it was a little bit higher, maybe like, uh, forty. Forty, I could do. Okay. Five dollars um, a, a calamari. Okay, how about I give you five mustard coated calamari for $25? Actually, no, $24. Um, and so that would be four less. Uh, maybe, yeah, I could do that. I could do that, okay. Okay. Because I like, had, like, um, I come from a family like you know that, that is uh, Texas barbecue. We we make Texas barbecue, so there's elements of mustard in our bar in at least my family's barbecue sauce. So, um, I guess like yeah, I just have to endure that. And just kind of like think of it as like like just an element of barbecue sauce. <laughs> so, were you born and raised in Texas, or is that just like your family's no, thing? No, just fam families from Texas. Yeah, no. I, I'm still I'm I've been in here in California since I've been born, but yeah, no, I have family that comes from Texas, so we brought our our Texas barbecue with us. So yeah, because I'm I'm very aware that um, barbecue culture in the in the U.S. is like such a big thing because you have like Virginian, like you have like North Virginia style, which has certain flavors and certain like acidity too, and then you have uh, Texas uh, barbecue. Does Texas barbecue have like apple cider vinegar for example like what's the like traditional elements of like a texas barbecue 
Um, Texas barbecue is very much about the rub. Um, and that's why it kind of differs from from um, other barbecues. We we the Texas barbecue ha- is very much like if your rub is good, then then that that's the true marking of a good um, barbecue. Um, and then like the sauce is essentially like kind of like a condiment, like more so like um, it'll get based on the the ribs or or the meat like as a final coating, but mostly it's just your your dry rub um, for Texas barbecue for Carolina barbecue. That's where the sauce comes in. That's where it's very sloppy and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the word sloppy. It felt like it was kind of a dig. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 But um, how are you with acidity? Do you like, for example, like a sweet drink or a sour drink or like where, where do you stand? Um, I, 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 I could venture on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, like I, I like sweet, sweet um, drinks, not too sweet most of the time. Um, um, not like, you know, like my sweet tea is more like a little bit light, lightly sweetened than sweet tea. Um, and then um, for acidic, I, I do like, you know, like I'll, I'll like drink some lemon juice. I, I do juices, juicing sometimes. So um, I'll have like, there'll be like a lemon juice essentially you know lemon juice mixed with like cucumber or something like that so so yeah i i i venture on both sides both ends of the spectrum all in between 50 bucks for the next week you can only brush your teeth with lemon juice Mm, yeah yeah i mean it'll mess up your teeth (laughs) big time but yeah yeah uh i think it would be fine if i could like yeah yeah follow up with like an alkaline mouthwash so yeah um <laughs> but, i don't know i've never considered mouthwash in this question <laughs> i should have double tracked this i'd always considered like why why did we delegate mint to the mouth it's like why do we come up with the idea that mint is clean and clean should be like toothpaste i think it's more the freshness of i mean like original toothpaste i don't think was um you know had any flavor at all i mean original toothpaste was kind of like chalky and you would use your saliva to kind of like make it kind of like a brushable kind of kind of substance on your teeth um but but yeah i think the mint part comes from essentially you know you want your breath to smell good but yeah overall like there's no need for mint in 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 toothpaste i think that's why they still have like unflavored uh, unflavored toothpaste because i mean obviously there must have been some sort of like decision so okay guys let's get together what what smell do we don't mind the most and they clearly said mint because i mean they could have gone with like vanilla and we could be doing like vanilla toothpaste at this point really yeah yeah true True. I mean, like, you know, you get your bubblegum toothpaste for kids and, and huh? I'm sure that there's the bubble. Oh, do you guys not have bubblegum toothpaste? <laughs> no, we don't. I'm yeah. For kids, for kids, um, they're, they have like bubblegum flavored toothpaste. Um, and then normally when you're a kid and going to the dentist, like the base that they use for your cleaning will be bubblegum also. Yeah. I mean, I was going to kind of dive into like the concept of like coriander toothpaste. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah, 
Because I mean, that's intense. That's like an intense like odor. So I would assume like that could have worked. I mean, that's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna cut through any scent that's going on in your breath that day. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's why like um, some like diners um, they have like pieces of coriander like on the plate for that reason. Like people would naturally chew that as so coriander. Yeah, was kind of like a uh, way of like clean clean your mouth or your your teeth and stuff like that yeah huh interesting mm-hmm. i'm cutting you back here let's say 38 dollars for a week you can only brush your teeth brush your teeth with lemon juice uh 38 yeah yeah i think so i think i would go as low as like a, yeah 30 35 would be my cutoff for that i'm gonna give you 36 Okay, sounds good. Never give me your lowest. That, that never that okay. never works negotiation wise. Like I know. Yeah, my next question was going to be like, you love a good barbecue, but what's your favorite style? And I guess it's Texas, right? Oh yeah, Texas all the way. Yeah, definitely. Why specifically? I mean, I assume you've tried Korean, as you said, like Carolina, and you've tried. I don't know. I don't know many other types of barbecue style there is. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's just because it's like, you know, what I grew up with. I mean, like, uh, it, it's definitely, um, it's not too sweet of a, of a rub or sauce you get from there, like from Carolina or even Memphis, you get like a sweeter sauce. Um, so it's just very much like, just like uh, it's it the sauce of, of Texas kind of like just accents, you know, the, the meat and the makes it just just makes it taste like meat you know like it's just a good hearty meal whenever i think about texas i think of brisket is that is there a reason why i think brisket? Mm -hmm. yeah brisket is the the meat of texas for barbecue yeah the brisket is like the thing that a lot of pitmasters like essentially base their their name on is the brisket in, in in texas like if you don't have good brisket you're not a good barbecue place yeah because brisket takes it, it takes an art form to cook you know it's a low and slow kind of cooking wise um but takes yeah it's very much the most scientific i think of, the, of all the meat you know oh, that's cool 100 bucks for the next two weeks you can only eat barbecued food yeah yeah <laughs> yeah definitely you know i'm talking like breakfast lunch and dinner right so like yeah oh i i can make some breakfast with some barbecue yeah what would you do i mean you can't have captain crunch you know <laughs> i mean no, you could. no 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 you take you take some brisket you make like you know like you know, get some yeah just just brisket and, and um, potatoes you know just like eat that or just a brisket itself, you know. I've I've eaten barbecue sandwiches like for breakfast before. How would you do with health food though? Like if you're trying to stay in shape. Health food? Um, you could like eat the brisket. Like the brisket's not that fat, fattening. You know, it's it's pretty much like there's some fat, but um, no, you it, the meat is protein. You know, <laughs> so so yeah, you could definitely just bulk. It's, it'll be a week of bulking up, definitely. I think I'll probably go for like a grilled corn salad or something if I needed something healthy, but you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of two weeks, let's call it a month. 
some barbecued food, 100 bucks. Uh, now I could kind of like, so I could get so when you say like grilled corn, like I could get innovative, right? And just grill anything. Yeah, as long as there's a barbecue component every time you eat. Yeah, then yeah. yeah I mean, like you can make grilled, grilled, you know, watermelon. I've seen that we, my mom just did um sugar, brown sugar. We grilled some, or we um, smoked some, some salt and some pepper, um, some butter. Yeah, grilling and smoking is is universal. Like you can make anything with it. You could live off of it for your entire life. I mean, like a good grilled pineapple. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Grilled pineapple. Yeah, definitely. I want to give you 80 bucks for the month. 80 bucks for a month? Okay. All right. But you said you uh, you just like condiments, and that's quite a broad brush. Which one specifically do you not like? Do you have, like, a rating system? Y- yeah. Like, I don't like, like... I think like the lowest would be like relish. Um, I'm okay with mayo. Um, like I said, barbecue sauce is fine if you if you yeah consider that as a condiment, which I think it is. Um, but yeah, like um, mustard is kind of like at the lowest too. And yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much like how I'd rank them. I can't think of anything else that comes to mind right now. About Thousand Island sauce. Oh, Thousand Island. Um, hmm. I'm, I, I've had, because we have um, uh, In-N-Out. I don't know if you guys have In-N-Out, but we have In-N-Out here in California. And um, their, like, secret sauce is essentially Thousand Island. I've had that um, accidentally put on my burger once in a while. And it's been okay. It's an okay one, I think, for me. Hmm. 250 bucks for the next month. Condiments must cover everything you eat. Do I get to choose which ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I guess, like, yeah, if I... 200 for a month? I guess I would would truck myself through it, yeah. Which ones would you just throw out the door entirely? I mean, I, I assume mayonnaise would probably stay because you can just do like a potato salad or something. Um, yeah, definitely like relish or anything like sauerkraut if you want anything like that. Like kind of like the more pickled kind of things. Um, don't really care for. And hmm. yeah, the things that would stay would probably be like definitely barbecue sauce, um, hot sauce. I'd be fine with. I, I heard I was hearing one other podcast. So like, um, they they defined cheese nacho cheese as a condiment, so nacho cheese could stay. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, more of the pickle stuff, the relish stuff, sauerkrauts, all that could could go. Can I give you one ninety for the month? One ninety. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Where do you stand on mayonnaise? Um, a light coating is fine, and if it's cooked with like if it's cooked in, I'm okay with. Uh, like you you were talking about um potato salad. I don't really like potato salad. I think I was watching um maybe Master Chef Master Chef USA, and someone did like um 
Is it like a beer butt chicken? Like where you stick a like a can of beer in the chicken's butt? But oh, then, yeah. they co- mm-hmm. then they coated the chicken in mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> uh, and if they cooked it, you would be fine, I think. Because, yeah, mayonnaise is kind of like, it's a weird thing. Like mayo, mayo is a weird thing. Like I think like if it's coated, that's like some type of like, it'll, it, it, the skin will definitely, I think, uh, uh, crisp up actually hmm. with mayonnaise. Like, like it's like, uh, I don't know if you guys do it, but, but sometimes like for grilled cheeses, um, they'll put like mayonnaise on the sides to grill, to, you know, to grill it in the pan instead of, um, butter, which I prefer. I prefer the butter, but but there's times where yeah, mayonnaise is put on instead. I had no idea. But um, you have a large comic book collection, is that correct? Yeah, it's moderate. I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, comic book collector, but but I do have a good amount. Yeah, definitely. Any which you treasure that you really hold dear? That's you know you're passing down to your children and their children's children, or. Yeah, I have a signed first edition um, by Gerard Way of the Umbrella Academy. Oh um, my God! Wow. Yeah. So like, it, and it was just so it was just such an happenstance moment. I went to um, a thing here in Anaheim called Wonder um, Anaheim, California. That's called WonderCon, and he was there. Like, I didn't know he was going to be there. He was there, and I got there in the morning, and they had started. Oh, that's you know. To grab a ticket for your chance of uh, getting a signing of his is open, and I I had just recently read the Umbrella Academy series. I have been a fan of My Chemical Romance and stuff, and so I was like, okay, I'll try it. So I went through the queue. Um, they don't do this anymore, which is kind of like a good thing and a bad thing. But yeah, I went through the queue, and they just had like a bag filled with like raffle tickets essentially and then they just like shook it up after every person and like okay you know reach your hand in and grab a ticket so yeah the first time I went through I reached my hand in didn't get one I'm like oh man but the girl behind me was like no go run back run through run through again run through again I'm like okay so I ran through again and on the second try I got I got a winning ticket so I was like oh that's awesome but like I didn't have a comic book for him to sign I'm like oh man so I went to the comic book alley essentially of the convention and thankfully like somebody was just was selling a a first uh, not, not a first issue but but um, Umbrella Academy number one. So I was like, I grabbed it right away and like bought it and then went back to where the signing was happening. And yeah, I got it signed by him. I was like very nervous. Um, he was he was there because like um, he was just about to start writing um, or essentially like creative directing um, Doom Patrol series for, for DC. And so, like, I just, like, yeah, I went up there. I'm, like, I'm a big fan of, like, you know, like, one of the characters of Umbrella Academy, the boy. And I was, like, you know, the boy is, like, one of my favorite comic book characters. He's, like, oh, okay, cool. And I just, like, like with co- conventions, you're just, like, ushered quickly through and stuff like that. So, but, yeah, that's one of the ones um, that I will probably pass down to my kids. Um, I do also have, I don't know if the value is that much. Um, I do have the, it's the first issue of the final Walking Dead, because essentially with that, um, Robert Kirkman announced like the week before it came out, this is the final Walking Dead. 
um, issue. And then, so I called my, my comic book store like right away. I'm like, Hey, can I put this on reserve? And they're like, yeah, you're, you, you know, we've gotten a lot of them, but, but yeah, it's fine. You can have one. And I'm like, okay, yes. So I have that too. I don't know. I don't know the value on that one. I'm, I'm a massive Jared Way fan. You know, My Chemical Romance was a big thing with me growing up. And I had no yeah. idea that he wrote comic books too. And then when I watched the Netflix series and then I found out it was Jared Way behind it. And then I was like, wow, he just has this like plethora of just artistic amazingness. Just He's just, he's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he looks nothing like how he did <laughs> during MCR days. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I have to. I'm so excited. It got pushed down because of the pandemic, but I have tickets for my chemical romance. Now it's going to be October of next year. Um, but I'm so excited. Like I, I when they broke up, I was like so sad because I was like, this is one of the bands that I want to see like in my lifetime. And they just broke up. So now I'm able to. So I'm like super excited. I'm actually sad to ask this question now. I really I forgot we're doing a game show here. Um, Five hundred bucks. I need you to neatly fold all of your comic book front covers in half. Oh, oh! I think for the one, the Gerard Way one. uh, I think it's already folded because I I didn't buy it for Steam. So if I could fold it on that same crease, I'd be okay. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think I'll be okay. Uh, $500 for all of my comics. Uh, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. How about 425? Uh, I can only do 450. <laughs> That's low. Yeah. 450? 445. Okay. Oh man, I really felt sad when you were telling me the Jared Way story. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Knowing what was coming up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know which year you were born. I'm, I'm born in uh, 1994 and the whole emo scene kid period passed me by and yeah, I really, really loved it. Like All Time Low and My Chemical Romance and, and The Simple Plan, Plus 44, Link 182, Song 41. It's like a really big part of who I am now. And I still, whenever I see someone who had been through the same thing, it's always a beautiful thing, a good moment together. Um, no, I, I was born in 92, so um, it definitely reads true on my part as well. I think someone was playing, what was it? They're playing secondhand serenade at my job. And I was like, what, what, is, what are you doing? I haven't heard this stuff since I was like 14. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's really nice to like revisit you know the the music that you listen to um you know when you're a kid like uh yesterday I just bought um rice dense tickets because they were just 20 bucks it was like a deal and like um I invited my brother and he's like I don't know if I've ever heard rice against like I want he's like I just want to join because I want to go to a concert again I'm like okay but I, I sent him like a few video uh, music you know music videos and like just listening to those I was like yes like it's good. <laughs> you know the nostalgia mixed in with like just yeah it's good music. It's been a really long time since I heard Ready to Fall or um again um, what was it again Reeducate through labor yeah 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're a barista. Uh, what's the most common coffee order and what's your personal favorite? Um, most common um, lately has been like refreshers. Um, very much the strawberry Asahi pink, um, pink drink refreshers. Um, and also, yeah, caramel frappuccinos are, are uh, people's go-to. And then caramel macchiato also is a people's go-to, which caramel macchiato, I have, a, I have a disdain kind of for because people are just essentially ordering a vanilla latte. Like, I'm, I'm here to break the news to everybody, like, it's a vanilla it's a, a, a deconstructed or layered vanilla latte we use a vanilla the vanilla syrup you get the milk you get the espresso it's just not mixed in together it's a vanilla latte with caramel on top <laughs> so so when i find that out you know start go or working like i didn't know i you know i've heard of caramel macchiatos and stuff like that and then when i found out like from it's been almost like 10 years when I started to now it's been like, why are you getting this <laughs> to, I think in, in the back of my head of everybody who buys it. You have to say spoiler alert with things like that. You know, people are like, Oh no, my sacred coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. $1,000 big money here mm -hmm. for the next three years. You're allergic to all kinds of coffee unless it's pumpkin spiced. Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> I love pumpkin spice. Yeah, I love pumpkin what spice. The fuck, why? <laughs> I love pumpkin spice. No, because I'm basic. I'm not. I'm not really basic. <laughs> but but um, no, I love pumpkin. Yeah, I love pumpkin flavor. Like it, it, like it's one of the sauces that and the chestnut praline from if you're a Starbucks connoisseur. Um, those are two sauces, um, syrups or sauces that I really would love to have year round. Um, my other co, um, co collaborator of undercast, of undercast company, Alan, Alan Torres, um, he, that's the only coffee he'll drink. Like he, he worked, we met at, at, um, you know, Barnes and Noble where, where I am a barista, um and he would not drink coffee until until fall came and it was pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice lattes and that's all he that's the only coffee he would drink it's intense like we don't really get pumpkin spice in sweden <laughs> oh really i don't think i've ever tasted it yeah it's good it's creamy i have no idea how to rephrase this um next 10 years for 10 years um the only kind of coffee yeah for sure I yeah. think so. I mean, because if it can control how much, you know, like pumps I put in it and stuff like that, I'm fine with it. You know, sometimes I could be like, all right, I don't want too much today. Or, or you know, sometimes I'm like, yes, go full on creamer and all that. Yeah. <laughs> full on creamer. I like that expression. Okay, I'll give you 900 bucks instead. Yeah. I'll all do right. it. I'll cut it there. <laughs> you, you really like that stuff. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you wouldn't know. It's okay. It's like um, there's always some sort of a merge over between like bartending and barista because I make a lot of like Irish coffees and I don't know, Cafe Carlson's where it's just kind of like coffee, liquor, whipped cream on top. 
and they finally made like an Irish coffee syrup. Have you ever seen this? Is it like Bailey's? Yeah, but it's al- alcohol free. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Irish, Irish, yeah. Yeah, I think like we don't have it at the place that I work, but I know normal um, Starbucks is they have the Irish cream cold brew, which is really good. I've had it. It's really good. I, I like Irish cream. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like very, it's a very unique taste. I don't know if it's like minty or if it's like just like a very much like a, just like a good creamer. Like, yeah, it's one of the interesting ones like that you, that you get of like, why is it even named like this? But then also like, it's good. <laughs> So, so yeah. Yeah, I would say the best way to describe the flavor of this Irish syrup, which we have, is like imagine a caramelized mint leaf that's been aging in a barrel mm. for like mm. three years. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's it's very nice. Like it only slightly minty somehow. Yeah, it's just a little, I guess, yeah, like the association of green in Ireland is yeah. is where it comes from. Yeah, but yeah, too much mint could definitely be jarring. I remember um, McDonald's, they have this shamrock shape during, like, you know, um, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And and it used to be very subtle, like mint, really good. Like, and then they just went full on sweet and mint, like in the past couple months. And it just broke my heart. (laughs) So, (laughs) but, but yeah. I was like, there's a bar I used to work at where we made like a Guinness syrup. We took a Guinness, reduced it to a third, and then stirred in some demerara and like a couple of dashes of like Kahlua or something. And it was this very dark, like rich, Guinnessy, malty coffee flavor. It was very, very nice. It tasted very, very Irish. Wow. Yeah, that sounds very, very Irish. Yeah, yeah. We have four questions coming up after this commercial break. So far, I believe I've knocked... Ariel off her pissed by quite quite a lot, so she has a lot to redeem herself for after this commercial break. My name is Ariel Ortiz, and have you ever had an experience in public where you've accidentally outed yourself as never having seen a movie that is considered a staple to pop culture or cinema? So have I! To remedy this and possibly unshame ourselves, my friends and I are going to discuss well-known movies where one or more of us have never watched on You've Never Seen, a new podcast from the Undercast Company. You'll hear what we have to say after our first viewings, first impressions and all. We'll discuss anything from cult classics to Oscar-winning movies. So whether you've seen a million times or are cinema virgins like us, Come hear us nerds after we've finally seen it. Subscribe to You've Never Seen today wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Wasn't that a fun commercial break? Did you enjoy yourself so far, Ariel? Well, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. It's been very food-ridden, this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I tend to go down that vein. I don't know why. It's the language of the world. You know, we all we all understand each other a lot through food so i would say it's (laughs) i'm very bad with segueing so please mind me here but like you know it's very unifying very much like zach braff 
Okay. <laughs> a person you admire is Zach Braff. What specifically mm-hmm. can you tell me about him? Some facts I wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah, you started liking you know, him through Scrubs. Um, that's Scrubs is like one of the first series that I really like got really into. Um, you know, when I was in high school. Um, up until that point, like, yeah, I would see TV and stuff like that, but I wouldn't see like week to week, you know, series. So yeah, so like seeing um, Scrubs and and stuff like that. His character JD is freaking hilarious. Eagle and, and you know like Guy Love and that whole musical episode is just essentially like such like if you want to see a really good musical episode, it is that one. Um, and then the true finale of of Scrubs is one of the best like sends off send offs of, of a show in my opinion even till this day um i i like yeah i have a vivid memory of like sitting at um bootlegging <laughs> from a torrent site um at our the first computer that we own and just right here in the, in the living room and just like bawling my eyes out of just how perfect it was um we don't discuss that that extra season with um with Dave Franco but but yeah um and then going on um my sister had seen Garden State she didn't really care for it which knowing my sister you wouldn't you wouldn't understand like she she doesn't think care for like indie stuff um but yeah, but then my other sister's like, well, maybe you should watch it. And so I watched it and it's such an incredible movie. Like just the uh, it's simplicity of it and just the realness. It tells a very real story. And it just, I just enjoyed the storytelling of it and the, you, the use of music and how it influences your feelings in different scenes and projects like how you're supposed to feel or how the character feels in these moments um, was super awesome. I mean, like the soundtrack was so good. Zach Braff won, <laughs> won a Grammy for it and <laughs> in his Grammy, his Grammy um, speech, I think he, he said something along the lines of like, I just want a Grammy for creating a mixtape of songs that I like, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> and it's very much like it, I, you know, I would, if I were to ever make a movie, I would very much like be very much influenced by the, by Garden State because of just how my mind thinks of storytelling is very similar to that of like, I listen to music and then that's where scenes come in, you know? Uh, so, so yeah, so that's why I like it. Um, wish, wish, I think the other movie, well, another really good one is like, um, Wish I Were Here is a really good one too. Um, the Last Kiss is kind of bittersweet, but yeah, he, he's just like, because of Garden State, it, it's very much influential. If I were to do my own storytelling, I would very much like take riffs on it from, or you know, page out of his book, definitely. Have you been following the podcast with him and? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. him and Donald Faison. I yeah. I just love that their 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 friendship is like that. Like 
I just saw a clip today, actually, um, just because, you know, going on YouTube, you know, things that pop up on your on your front page. And I guess they were on uh, family, like a celebrity family feud where it was him and Donald Faison and then the creator <laughs> of um, of Scrubs, Bill Lawrence, on one team. And then on the other team, it was essentially the janitor, the guy that plays the janitor, or Dr. Johnny Tor. And, um, and then his improv group um, on the other team. And they were just like, they ended that, their team ended up winning. And like, just like at one point, like Zach Graff just comes up and just like, tri- like slaps like Donald Faison's butt. And, and like, just like, it's Sky Love, you know, like their, their song in, in that musical episode. So I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need a, I need to catch up though. I've heard like yeah. a few episodes, but I do need to catch up. But I do love, I do love those kind of like podcasts that are coming out of like, I know that the office ladies have one. And then there's this one where they go through the, like an ep- episode each of, of the series. And that's pretty cool. So you would say that you consume a lot of Zach Braff content regularly? Uh, not regularly. Like I definitely consume a lot more different types of content regularly but whenever things pop up of his yeah i'll take a look at it i feel like i'm just giving you money at this point <laughs> all right twenty-five thousand dollars. whenever zach brath is on screen you must do push-ups how many push-ups until he stops being on screen oh okay yeah yeah push-ups i'm good with yeah. I'm, I'm good with push-ups yeah so if you ever want to rewatch scrubs yeah oh i'll get fit though that's like scrubs like yeah yeah that's like a good workout then like hmm. <laughs> watching scrubs and doing push-ups get my arms all you know pumped up i'm trying to think of another person to add to this so that you would then have two things going on but i'm trying to think of who is who is in everything here Okay, Bob Odenkirk. Uh, I don't really. I haven't watched Better Call Saul. Um, oh. So I haven't seen much of him except for yeah, Breaking Bad. I saw Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad in itself is just like a something like you have to pump yourself. Like knowing the ending, you're gonna have to pump yourself up to do a rewatch of it. No, I'm I'm gonna swap to Aaron Paul because he's also done BoJack Horseman. And if you're anything like me, which it sounds like you are, you would have seen BoJack Horseman. I haven't seen Bojack Horseman. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of content that I haven't seen of. I know, I know, I know. I need to catch up on a good amount of stuff. Like, I, uh, <laughs> instead of like catching up on things that that I like have on my queue and stuff like that, I ended up I end up watching like um, documentaries about pop culture or which are really good or you know a hip-hop documentary which was really good but still like there's so many other shows that i need to watch okay i'm going to reword the question then and in <laughs> fact for, t- for twenty-four thousand dollars, whenever zach brath alan paul aaron paul or bob odenkirk is on your screen or in a podcast you must do push-ups yeah i'm thumbs up yeah for sure 22,000. 22,000. I will stick it with 22,000. Yeah, okay. I would agree. I have to say that I think Bojack Horseman will change your life. 
it's it's a very important show, at least for me. You know, antiheroes and such and such. I think as if you ever to write a script or do something creatively, which is a big storytelling thing, I think Bojack Horseman is very very important. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even check it out for sure. But you said you love pop culture. Is there a side of it you dislike as well? Like, what's your opinion on like Insta famous influencers and this world that we live in now? Um, when they, yeah, when they come come up through stupid reasons, you know, like the was the Paul brothers, like they're so stupid or things like that. Yeah, like I hate the gimmickies of of. Pop, that pop culture could be, you know, like, like, it's just like this, yeah, that kind of very, like, I'm fine with like unintellectual or just goofy. Um, but when it's like just stupid intellectual, you know, kind of thing of like, or damaging to other people, you know, like even the jackass crew are fine because like they're. <laughs> They like are essentially putting themselves like in danger, getting you know, yeah. Fifty thousand dollars. You awaken in the hills of Calabasas, in a room unfamiliar to you. You rub your eyes in disbelief until you see a certificate on the wall reading, "Certificate of Merit in the Field of Textiles and Fashion, awarded to Ariel Caradashian." You were stuck as a Kardashian for the next two years. How much money did you say? Fifty thousand. Mm, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> because. Oh, uh, because like I don't like the Kardashians. I think that like I would end up like uh, burning their house down <laughs> because they're so like yeah like they're so stupid and and. I could give them that they're really good business people and that's why they've gotten all all their things but coming from their father's money who you know kind of like famously helped acquit one of the kind of like worst criminals you know kind of thing but yeah no no it would have to be a couple million wow (laughs) yeah I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try anyway. <laughs> Fifty fifty-five thousand dollars for one year. No. Fifty-five thousand isn't even enough to buy a house. I mean most people have taken this question and they're kind of like, yeah, well I would make some deals as a Kardashian and change how things work and then even when I quit being a Kardashian I would still get money, blah blah blah. It's more about uh. just like I can't I can't mentally like handle a day kind of thing like if I could push myself through it but even then I mean it's like I yeah okay all right okay so forty thousand dollars for the next six months you're married to Kanye West dude I will if I could put him on um back on his meds I would be fine because <laughs> he's a genius he is a genius uh, but he's also a cheater, <laughs> so uh, he is. Uh, I don't know because Kanye. I would just want to do it. I think because I think Kanye needs some help. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, he'd probably be in that bunker that he is in right now for that, but at that time, you know, trying to finish up Dona. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe. You know what? For, for like six months, you said? Yeah. So, okay. I'll give you 45,000. I'll give you eight months with Kanye and he takes his meds every third day. You know, he's cranky when you do it. You have to do the meow spoon thing into his mouth and... You know, we have to force him his drugs, but he will he will eventually take his drugs. Okay. <laughs> so weird. Forty thousand? Forty five thousand, sorry. Yeah. Forty five thousand, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe you'll end up like better, faster, and stronger after this too. Yeah, I would be like like um, you know, make another college dropout album like that, essentially. <laughs> Oh man, I, I honestly enjoy his music. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's definitely one of the best producers. Um, as a part of that that hip hop documentary that I was watching, one of them was like a part of it was about him. Yeah, just like his. I mean, I had a lot of respect for him, like during the college dropout days and and you know that trilogy, you know, late registration, graduation. Hmm. And it wasn't until like yeah, like he he lost his mom unfortunately, and then like kind of like spiraled out and stuff. Like and then landed with the Kardashians, <laughs> but uh, we're kind of like got weird. I I do need to go back. I had just actually recently been thinking of like going back and listening to his music. Uh, I was gonna ask my brother, like you know, hey, kind of guide me through. Like I don't want to hear the shoot de doop and, and that song and stuff like that, but the good the good music, you know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's just the well, shoot de doops that, that that is the problem. Um I don't wanna I don't wanna mention this guy too much on my podcast, but like did you watch Joe Rogan's interview with Kanye West? No, I don't really care for Joe Rogan. It was interesting. I, I got to know Kanye West a little bit more, like when he's calm and he's trying to mm-hmm. explain his thought process and like the way he gets to his final thought. It's very interesting, like if you enjoy oh, Kanye yeah. West. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he's... I wouldn't be surprised if he has like a method to his madness. Uh, but I think like, yeah, at the moment, like he was, he was getting too mad. And I'm really glad that he's away from the madness that is, you know, Kardashians. Because, yeah. like, track record-wise, they've had a lot of people that have, like, kind of stepped away from them. I know, like, the brother, you know, stepped away from that whole scene and a few others. Like, so, you know, kind of track record-wise, like, who is the toxic party to yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, like, I, I definitely am actually looking forward to the, that new, uh, his new album. Um, and, like, yeah, I'm, like, thinking now, like, trying to get back into his music because, uh, truthfully, like, uh, College Dropout, I, I think, in my opinion, is one of the best albums of all time, you know, in, in any wow. kind of, like, genre. Yeah. Just, like, the storytelling of it. I mean... It, it, the skits in between like telling the story yeah definitely like it's one of my favorite albums of all time when, what year was that released exactly <laughs> it was a uh, time. i think 20 oh 2006 let me double check let me look at it so. oh 2004 mm-hmm. yeah but it's like a cd that you could i could hear front to back 
you know, like just like Jesus walks, I'll fall, you know, like I'll fly away. That little bit of spaceship is amazing through the wire. I mean, through the wire was like, and like I do, in fact, I do recommend like that. Um, if you're interested in, in hip hop altogether, like I do recommend that. It's on Netflix. It's called Hip Hop Evolution. Yes, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that his whole like how nobody really like thinking about it now, like knowing Kanye, like, but people are like, you're not a good MC. You know, you're a good producer, but not a good MC. And then then like he just like blew them all away. The thing is, I've been a real big fan of uh, UGK and like DJ Screw for a long time. Yeah. 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 It was very much like it was very interesting to watch that. And like, see, like, oh, I know this song. Oh, yeah, this is awesome and stuff like that. Yeah. Massive topics shift here. $100,000. You would lay in a coffin for six hours, except the coffin is filled with bugs. Uh, I think for how much money you said? 100000 100000 For six hours? Yeah. Uh, if if I know them, I can like be if they're ones that will just crawl and not bite. I think I I could push myself through it. I would probably like get into the mantras some way, like you know, like not like a fear factor status, you know, kind of thing. Like they psych it, psych themselves out, you know. How about bugs that do bite, but you're wearing like a protective suit? I think it'll be okay as long as I don't have like after effects. You know, mm. like I, I like in recent years, like, I don't know if it's the bugs out here have mutated. They might've, but, um, I been getting like in recent years, like really bad allergic reaction to bug bites. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that lasts like, uh, like two weeks of like a big swollen, like leg or something like that. So I want to give you $85,000. For eight months. Uh, sorry, eight months. No. Eight, eight. <laughs> this wasn't getting better. Uh, eight hours in a coffin with bugs, but you are wearing a protective suit. Uh, is it covering my face too? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I would call it there. <laughs> so, 85,000. Okay. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I respect that. I mean, my... What's the word? My like Achilles here was probably snakes. Yeah. Snakes, I think, would be a bit better. It's just bugs get everywhere. We have like a um sort of like a fruit fly infestation on my job right now. Oh, uh, we They're have like fruit flies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pineapple and like all of the fresh fruit we have, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Now you said in the questionnaire the loneliness is one of your biggest fears. Mm-hmm. And of course, for the last question of this show, which is happening right now, for a quarter of a million dollars, once a week for the rest of your life, the people around you just totally forget who you are for the course of a few hours. Uh, I think I'd be okay. I think it would actually be helpful. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. I think, like, I... I uh, it just yeah, personality personally wise, I am very much like a center, like a core person in my family group. 
so the having the ability to like just step away <laughs> and I mean if I'm able to like okay it's at this time each do you said each day I said once a week but I'm thinking maybe twice a week twice a week okay but I wouldn't know which times right like I, it won't be like sporadic like I'll be like asleep in my room and then they'll be like who are you kind of thing no, it will be sporadically, but it's not going to interfere. It's just when you interact with people. So, for example, oh. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if you said that you had a son, but if you were to have a son, it was kind of like, okay, Joseph, whatever, come and eat your food. And he would be like, who are you? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't have a son. But, um, but like, yeah, like if my mom. Uh, yeah, if it wouldn't interfere or cause, like, essentially, like, them, like, you know, stop an intruder that is me. I guess you can say. Um, I think I would be fine with it. Like, if it's, like, it'd be kind of, like, yeah, situational. Like, I don't want, I don't want it to be where, like, you know, like, I step out of the bathroom, like, who are you kind of thing, I guess. Because, just because, like, the, how pandemonium it would cause, I guess. So, if it's like that, then probably not. But if it's, like, you know, I'm, out in the world and stuff like that. I call my mom like, "Hey, who who are you? Like, why? Who? How'd you get the number or whatever?" I'll be like, "Okay, <laughs> like it's that it's that yeah. hour, I guess, you know." Um, but yeah, and will let me do stuff. I think you would get used to it eventually. It's just the general shock of just why do you always forget who I am? You know? Yeah. Well, if I knew the reason, like I'm getting money out of this, then I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to give you 235,000. Uh, hmm, 15,000 less than. I will go to 240,000. 238 and a half. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was the last question. How do you feel that you have done so far? I feel good. I feel good. You know, like I, 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 I felt like I was. Like, if it's for certain amounts, like, all right, I'll get it done, kind of thing. Yeah. So this is the point in the show where I have to calculate all of the numbers okay. which we have discussed today, which means that you have time with the microphone to speak to the audience, tell them who you are, what you do. And, I mean, you can go on for hours because I've read what you what you have done. <laughs> yeah. um, so just tell, tell them what you do and who you are and why you're on my show. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Ariel Ortiz. Um, I'm part of a production group called um, Undercast Company. Um, we make podcasts that, you know, about pop culture, different things. Our tentpole podcast is called Underrated, um, where we discuss films that we feel are underrated, underappreciated, or ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. Uh, it's it's a collaboration of friends that include me, um, Derek McDuff, and Alan Torres. Sometimes the bro, my brother. Yeah, yeah, we um, essentially talk about, you know, movies that we feel need and deserve more respect. Currently, if it's still summer when you're listening to this, it's summer of 2021. Um, we are currently doing uh, summer of sequels where we are discussing um, underrated sequels um, that range from, from Tron Legacy to 
um, Kingsman Golden Circle. Um, we're coming out with a Blade Runner 2049 episode pretty soon. Um, besides under underrated, I do host my own podcast called um, You've Never Seen? Question mark, exclamation mark. Um, and you can just look out on whatever podcasting app you you get your podcast from and look out for the the screaming green woman in green and yeah and that that show i um i am introduced or my um guest is introduced to a movie that's considered a staple in pop culture or cinematic history and i we discuss the movie after um our first viewings of it and so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've had some really fun episodes with that one. Um, I've introduced my friend to to uh, Princess Bride, and um, I was introduced to Akira. So yeah, so yeah, pretty much a lot of fun. So you can search for either under Cast Company on at least Apple Apple Podcasts, where all of our podcasts are connected to that that um, label. So, yeah, that's what I do. So I have the price for it here. Uh, how well do you think you did so far this evening? Uh, I'm hoping that I broke at least a million. I might have been a bit short. Uh, maybe like uh, maybe a seven. I'm trying to think of what questions we asked. Um, I think actually it might have been like about 700,000 actually. So I think you are assuming the prices are higher than they are because the, the, the like a good, yeah, the, a highest good... Is, the highest was like, okay, 238, that was the highest. So maybe I got like about 400,000. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is like hard because I was just thinking about the questions yeah. and, and like kind of like the price tags at the end. Um, maybe, maybe, okay. I'll say maybe like 300,000 and no, <laughs> 275,000. Okay. Yeah. Cause like the, like a safe amount, like a solid amount is around 400,000. That's a pretty safe amount. So, mm -hmm. so today, Today we have been through all sorts of things. We've been barbecuing. We have been in Calabasas, being the Kardashians. In fact, from there we were even with Kanye West. We've been in the coffin laying with bugs. And people keep forgetting who you are continuously. And Zach Braff is always on your screen. And for the price of all of those things and many, many more things we've discussed the entire evening, the price of your dignity is $392,183. Sounds good. Sounds good. That's a good down payment for a house. Solid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's solid. a solid amount. It's not mm -hmm. not breaking any windows, but it's not, you know, not building any rooms mm -hmm. either. Yeah, yeah. Have you had a good time this evening? I don't oh, even know yeah, what time no. it's now. It's like five something. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, it's been, it was been very fun yeah definitely i enjoyed like the discussions and stuff like that definitely yeah it was really fun i want to wish you all the luck with your filming podcast and all the review things you have going on um do you have anything to say to our listeners before we sign off today um no no i mean just like thanks thank you for for um listening and uh, 
another podcast, <laughs> another plug I forgot about is um, we also have like a Marvel podcast that comes out sporadically called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones. So yeah, you could go check that out too. You know, whenever there's a different Marvel movie um, that pops up or a Marvel TV show, we, we discuss that too. So yeah, that's called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones. Um, but other than that, I just want to like thank you for having me as a guest um, and thank the listeners for um, listening. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed me babbling. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for being amazing. It's been a, a lot of fun. And normally I ask the guests, let's hang out afterwards for just chatting out and shit, but it's 2, 2 a.m. in the morning here. And yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to power through. And uh, you sound very interesting that we have, you have so many things going on and you remind me of me on the other side of the world. And it would be fun oh, to talk okay. perhaps another time, maybe. Yeah, 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 definitely. Keep in touch. Cool. I have been Ainsley Blakely May. This has been Price Tag Pod. It's been a lot of fun, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.